your name correctly for me. So, hi, my name is Marketa Kinterová. And where are you from? And I'm from Prague, from here. Born and raised? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty rare. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's like one million people maybe born. Born and raised, really? <laughs> Okay, all right. Well, I, I don't run into a lot of born and raised Prague people. Okay. Um, and, and so one of the f- big things I often wonder about when I come meet creative people and stuff is sort of how did they get created? So i.e. were your parents creative, were friends or a teacher? Like how did you get on the path of becoming a creative? Yeah, it's an uh, interesting uh, question. So yeah, I'm from the family or my father is uh, an artist. He's a graphic designer. So me and my brother, who is actually Krzysztof Kintera, famous Czech sculptor, uh, are from like arty family. Like mother is is not, but uh, both uh, parents <coughs> were pretty much interested in culture and and so on. So we were like from the childhood kind of. Uh, part of it maybe of this interest probably <laughs> very strongly so yeah so then uh, after the, the high school i or during the high school i was interested in a photography and to be honest i was like pretty much interested in art but i was too lazy to be a perfect in drawing you know so i i <laughs> I often say the same thing about photographers. We're, we're basically lazy artists because we don't want to put the effort into oil painting or sculpting with stone or whatever. We're we're immediate artists. We we, we want to we want our thing to be ready now. Yeah. So maybe yes. Yeah, so like I, I was interested in in whole whole art, but then like through to the drawing, I was like pretty much interested in a technical image more and and then I remember that I was like looking at some images like through the through the media you know through, through newspapers and so on and I was like asking myself what what do they mean what does it mean what's on the image and I kind of um, feel that it's like more complicated the the, the content of the image and that's that it should be my interest because I I feel it and then I just need to dig more. So <laughs> I remember these two impulses like non-possibility of drawing or or non-non-possibility or maybe this kind of laziness and that this uh, strong interest in what does it really mean like the visual things around us like the technical images. Okay, and so then you went on to school you you went on and got a master's or what did you get was what, what's your terminal yeah degree? yeah this was school in Ustí nad Labem uh, which is a city in North Bohemia uh, Czech Republic Czech Republic thank you where I studied both programs like bachelor and master and it was also very interesting experience of this city which is uh, strong uh, strongly industrialized city uh, in uh, in a Sudetenland that means like in this kind of uh, complicated part historically uh, in northern Bohemia so and now you are the director of the photo what's the festival's name exactly I don't yeah know. the festival is called photograph festival and we do publish a magazine photograph and we are running a gallery of the same name photograph gallery and I should mention definitely that during my or I was studying uh, in the studio of Pavel Banika who is Czech photographer who I've asked to be on the website or on the podcast yeah great. he hasn't responded <laughs> and uh, he actually uh, did establish the, the magazine so at that time I was a young student, uh, like pretty much uh, excited about about the photography and about the magazine. So 
then we cooperate a lot uh, on that and uh, establish together a gallery and a festival and so on. So Pavel was the first impulses for, for this. And so you were a founder of Photograph Gallery and Magazine also? Like a co-founder. Co-founder? Yeah. And I need to mention that it was an uh, interesting uh, time, you know, because the magazine was established in 2002, which is from uh, this moment, like just... 13 years after the revolution, you know, so like 14, but it doesn't matter. Like it, it, it's not so long time. And like it, it was uh, an era where a lot of things were, were born or were just establishing, you know, so now it, like it, it's possible that it seems to many people that it's like something which is like obvious or which is like... Well, it's as though the... People from other cultures assume that the arts culture and market have been as free and as open as they have been. So like people just assume, like, why aren't you as good as London, even though London's been around for hundreds of years? <laughs> yeah, yeah, your, yeah. Your free market, uh, capitalist sort of uh, Yeah, so, so many things were new at this time, you know, so, yeah. Okay, so the festival. I'm, I'm always fascinated by festivals, okay? My background, I say this on the podcast a lot, I apologize for repeating myself, but the, you know, my background is a professor, I'm also a fine artist, I'm a photographer, etc., etc. How would somebody who's listening to this podcast that wants to be involved, involved in a festival get involved? You mean like uh, Let's say exhi- <laughs> to, to exhibit? Yeah, 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 exhibiting, specifically exhibiting. Like so, like, and it doesn't even have to be your festival, but just like some experiences, even for your own career of of participating in other festivals. Like, how do artists get into those festivals? Yeah, uh, I think that a lot of festivals are uh, trying to work with uh, different target groups and uh, trying to establish like more more levels of the program. So to answer your question, definitely there is like bunch of uh, possibilities to to add, uh, to put your work into these open calls. So, for example, we are also we also established, I think, last year, an open call, which is uh, like combination of our magazine uh, and a photograph festival. So, like the winners of these open calls are uh, published in the magazine and so on. And within the festival, we are trying to like cooperate uh, like definitely with like established artists definitely also with pretty young artists and then also with schools so for example we are making a like let's say chamber portfolio reviewing for young um, absolvents of these uh, art schools here in Prague and so on. So I I think there are like uh, more possibilities and all, but uh, on the other hand, uh, the festival is like very, let's say, strictly curated uh, to compare. There are a lot of like photography festivals in Europe or maybe around the world that are, let's say, just about photography. They are like uh, putting uh, whatever photography connected into their program in certain time. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I call this like a quantity <laughs> festivals. Yes, there uh, are certainly the ones that simply just want volume. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and we try to work like different way, like the opposite way. So we uh, we create every uh, every part of our festival. So we dedicated every edition of the festival to certain topic. We closely cooperate with the galleries and so on. So it's it's it's, it's the opposite uh, way of working. So curators are a heavy part of the whole process yes. of, of making your festival. Yeah, I'm always interested, like, how does that curatorial relationship work? Because somebody's got to set up the program, basically, like the, the overarching topic, idea behind the thing. And then, and then it, so is it, is it sort of 
dictated by the the interest of the curators or is it dictated by the the festival itself and then the curators are chosen based on the topic it's every edition a bit different and it's always uh, depends on each personalities you know and about uh, in general it's a question of dialogue like definitely it, it's not that uh, i am uh, giving Uh, some some space and uh, some budget and that's all it's 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 big and long dialogue which uh, I really like I think it's interesting and how long does it take you to plan a festival does it take literally like when two a fe- years when, I was gonna say when the festival is over you would start no, planning two the next years year? before so two years yeah. wow okay that's a lot of Yeah, it's crazy because the festival is annual. So during this festival, for example, now we are talking, it's October yeah. <laughs> and, and we have the nine, ninth edition of our festival uh, in the middle of it. So it's really hectic time now, but I am in uh, in my head in a year of 2020 and 2021. So it's... I don't know. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of juggling, though, to, to be able to you know, think two years ahead as well as uh, manage today. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> you'll be fine. I have Xanax. Kind of about the session now. <laughs> I have Xanax if you'd like it. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> So, um, one okay, one thing I'm, as a foreigner, you know, keep in mind, so like I'm sort of new to Europe, I'm still learning all these things about Europe. How do, well, all of these things, so the gallery, the magazine, and the festival, how do you, you have to apply for grants, I assume. There's lots of sponsors and all this kind of stuff, yes? Uh, yes, I think, uh, or no, no, it's not about my thinking. It's, it's just a situation which is uh, also, let's say, kind of specific here in Central Europe or uh, Eastern Europe. Uh, and compared to United States, it's definitely a very different situation. Uh, which has some positives and negatives. <laughs> so, well, and, and this is what I keep running into because, like, I'm from America, and in my experience, is basically an artist produces a piece of work, they put it on the wall, they sell it, they take that money, and then they reinvest yeah. in making more yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas that's totally opposite here. That's totally opposite. I would say so because, uh, like. There is uh, an art market in States. There is an art market in Europe and an in, in Britain. Market. And there's an art market in certain areas of the States for certain works. There's not like photography is still a tough sell even in the United States. Yeah, but compared markets. to here, it's still a market. Okay, okay, sure, sure. I'll give you a comparative. Me. Absolutely. Okay, that's fine. Uh, uh, so, so, so yeah, and so. To compare like these markets, the the one uh, the art market here in Prague or in Czech Republic is let's say small, and even uh, like and then just photography just for photography that, yeah. it's so so tiny let's say and also there there is like a different situation in a whole society you know after the revolution that there are some like from from a commercial from from a business sphere people that would support art but it's not so like massive or not massive but it's not so big as as, as the culture of this in in the western part of the world so on the other hand it's a great uh, chance of great possibility of state funding which is a big uh, big question like to, to discuss there are a lot of like things around it but my big question as a foreigner is am I able to apply for state funding? Uh, I believe yes, uh, because uh, usually uh, are if, if, if you would establish some kind of uh, organization based here in Czech Republic, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a complicated thing, and it's it's a long, very complicated, long running thing. So, for example, this organization should should be running at least for three years. 
uh, before uh, he or she or it would apply. But anyway, uh, to mention the strong positives, these uh, these grants uh, options are based on juries that are changing. Sometimes, yes, it, it's, it can be a thing to discuss, but in general, I think it works uh, in, in a good way, in an interesting way. Don't get me wrong. I am in no way, shape, or form being judgmental of the government support. Yeah. I love the governmental support that I found in Germany and me Finland too. and in, in the Czech Republic. I mean, it's amazing. It's great. It, to, to me, as an outsider who comes from a capitalist society, which basically was you have to make good enough art to sell to then be able to continue. The idea that basically if I'm if I'm good enough to be supported because they see potential they'll give you some money to to, to help you and and encourage you yeah and it's that strong so non-commercial potential and that's what i really love i do too and i think it's great what you mentioned it's also my point that uh like to compare people i know for example in london there's so strong pressure on them after they finish their great royal college of art or whatever school to, school to follow their style in art you know because they already have a gallery and so on and they should they need to sell this and that and blah blah and it's like so i i, I can I can really feel it that, for example, in London, it's 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 crazy, you know, and people are like artists there are like <laughs> really in a, like a complicated position within that, and that's what, what I really like here. For example, here in Prague, that uh, within that uh, state funding or municipal funding. Or with so uh, so little art market, which is like not a positive thing, but <laughs> but uh, it's I feel a, a strong freedom in art. So it's yes, many projects are low budget, like uh, but there are a bunch of artist trans spaces here in Prague. Like the culture here is really like still rising from 2000. I should mention my friend Tomáš Hruza, actually my colleague also here from here from FAMO photography department who established uh, the map. Uh, yes, I've already had art. a conversation with him. Yeah, the art map. So the art map uh, during the years is still uh, more and more like um, bigger, concentrated. So are you? So do you, on the day to day basis? Are you part of photograph gallery also? Yes. Uh, I'm head of a uh, whole association uh, photograph. Uh, we are uh, publishing a magazine, which is for me the most important project. Uh, I know, I, I submitted my work. You all didn't accept me. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know about that, but okay. let's discuss it later. <laughs> it, no, it happens. It's <laughs> totally, it, it's just part of the process. People apply, people don't, don't get accepted. It's fine. It's just, it's just funny that I keep running into people with from Photograph Magazine, and it's one of the few magazines in the Czech Republic that I have actually submitted to and been denied to. So it's like, fine, that's okay. Yeah, but uh, we... Uh, we have the, the, this com concept of the magazine that is like thematically uh, created. Yeah. So no, it's a great, every it's issue a great has magazine. totally different topics. So it's, yeah. It's yeah, I've been coming to Prague for almost six, over six years or so. And it was one of the first art magazines I found. And I've always enjoyed it. Of course, I can't always read it. But at least the, the quality of the images, the quality of the portfolios. It's very, um, you know, it's very well done, even if I don't love the topic that yeah. necessarily the thing is the the quality of the printing the quality of the presentation all this is always really top-notch nice to hear that yeah. thank you and yeah and then then we established that uh, gallery uh, where we have a curator who is Jiří uh, Ptáček so and and the whole concept of of the gallery is like to put the, the medium of photography more into the context of contemporary art so from our three projects the gallery is more uh, in this way like created 
uh, but it's 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 a whole maybe mantra of our association to to do so. It's I mean I'm sure it's an uphill battle. I I, I mean I've been a photographer for 25 years now in three different continents, and everywhere I go, it doesn't matter where it is. Nobody loves photography. Like they love looking at it. They love seeing it in pictures. They love seeing it in movie, you know, movies or posters or advertisements, but they just don't buy it. Like there's just not the collector base of photography is very small in the grand scheme of art collecting. You think so? Yes. Have you ever been to Houston Photofest? I have not been there. No, but again, that's it's just that that's a niche group of people that are all interested in going yeah. there. I mean, I'm talking, you know, in comparison to the Middle East, the United States, the all of Europe. Like, I mean, in comparison to the amount of paintings and sculptures and print, even even printmaking and things like this that are sold, photography is still a tough sell. But anything that's done in an addition is always going to be a tougher sell than anything that's one of a kind when it comes to like fine art purchasing. Isn't it kind of frustration? Very much so. <laughs> I, but for me, I love works on paper. I love I love additioned things. Actually, I think they're really great because they're affordable. They're generally smaller. They're easier to handle. Kind of like their paper versus like a sculpture or something like this. And I lo personally love them. And I personally have a, a very large collection of them. But for some reason, the public is not as interested or as engaged in it as I would hope they would be. I think it's like, uh, I think it's rising. But just to stress. Or maybe it's, there is a strong hope in it. <laughs> There's always hope. We all, <laughs> we all keep hope. But just to be clear, the podcast is called The Wise Fool because I believe I know these things and I believe I am correct in these things. And the reality is, is that I may be completely wrong about all of my beliefs. <laughs> I hope so in this case of this frustration <laughs> because uh, there are things happening around us and uh, uh, if I am right, I think last year Sotheby's established uh, the first auction or just for the photography, not on the first, oh, no, 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 it was something now I'm a bit confused, but there, there was something uh, important to, to this medium. Within the within the collecting, I'm sure I know it's on the rise, but I still just don't. I don't. I have the feeling that it's not as prominent as painting and sculptures. But it's just my opinion, and my opinion is often wrong. So there you go. If I knew the answers to all the questions that I'm asking people such as yourself, I would have no need to do this podcast. The point is, is that I do not know how the art market works. I have my opinions and my opinions. I am finding the more people I talk to yeah. are wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I cannot uh, <laughs> judge <laughs> this or, or compare it, but... I, I think it's great. I want to know that I'm wrong because like, I've got a bit of a, maybe a bit of a pessimistic outlook on it right now. And I, and I, I want to hear that, no, no, things are actually going well. And no, no, things are actually getting better. Uh, yeah, I cannot say like... But don't lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not my case, but <laughs> but I just wanted to say that uh, sometimes, or my inner belief is that if you believe so, that there are much more possibilities that it would really happen. So uh, that's my <laughs> uh, inner mantra to doing things, and uh, I believe that the photography or uh, the contemporary art or the critical thinking about the visuality that is around us is uh, is is rising and it, it should be important to people because it it tells a lot about the society and about the problems around us as well okay i'm good with it i I'm, you know like i said like i'm the more i'm doing this the more i'm realizing that all of my ideas are wrong <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure uh, where to follow in this dialogue, but... <laughs> no need, no need, no need, we'll move on. All right, so 
Um, so back to the whole idea about um, funding and, and how funding occurs here. So the so you have to write grants. So do you write grants uh, for the festival and or the publication? Yeah, and we, we are lucky that we establish a team of nice people that we are working together. So, for example, my role is uh, to write a part dedicated to dramaturgy, and uh, so I wait dramat uh, like the division of 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 each project okay. uh, like the, the 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 ideas the concept and so on and uh, we have the team of people who would help with the budgets and so on okay because I'm one of my biggest pet peeves personally and this is totally me this has nothing to do with the industry. I'm a photographer slash an artist because I don't know how to express myself very well in writing and other ways. And so oftentimes we are asked to write a grant or write a explanation, write a proposal about our, our projects, whatever they are, be it artistic projects or a festival or whatever. And that's one of the most difficult things, like to yeah. write eloquently I would say that people or young people who study art or who are doing art maybe or for the <laughs> many of them it's a torture to write something. Oh no I'm 46 years old it is torture for me as well <laughs> I, do, I don't even like writing artist statements so yeah, much yeah, less yeah, yeah. I, I, I can imagine I was also like this <laughs> this kind of person but uh, I was also kind of curious and then I need to say that during the years I kind of teach, uh, learn, not teach, uh, learn uh, how to write things uh, and I, it's just became a part of my life that in this time I really like and for example I finished my dissertation my PhD one month ago which I am very happy because it took me nine years to do so also with with my kids so (laughs) totally normal these days (laughs) so but it was interesting because uh, it I learned a lot about about it, like uh, how how to work with the text, how to think about it, how to interpret it, and so on. So, yeah, it's interesting. And I, I was also, uh, let's say, brave uh, because uh, I have big respect to to the text and to the people who are who has this nice talent or ability to to write things. Well, which lends them a question, which is like when it comes to. I mean, theoretically, because you're also a practicing artist yourself. Yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah. so I, I apologize. We're not even talking about you and your life. But when you write for grants, or let's say for yourself, if you write for residencies and things like this, like, do you write them yourself, or do you seek the assistance of like a curator or some outside writer to refine them, or even write them for you, or anything like this? Like, is like this- if it's connected to photograph what we do in this organization uh, I'm writing uh, a part that is like uh, my role and so on and the creator is writing his or her part uh, but uh, if, if, you are, if your question is about if I need some uh, editing or some kind of help with the text uh, it's always better to have someone who 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 you could talk about it or have some feedback to your text, but if it's not the chance, I'm also uh, able to to do so to do so by my myself. Because that, that's one of the things that, like, for years, I was always taught. I was always taught in the United States, you have to write your own artist statement. You cannot seek outside assistance. I'm hearing that in the past, sounds like five to ten years or so, it's becoming more normal or more accepted that an outside writer yeah and why not i'm all for it anything that will get make it so i don't have to do that i'm all for but like but how do you you know this is gonna sound really stupid but like how do you pay them like what you pay them to to help you or these friends or like how do you do this it depends I mean, I, I've spoken to another curator. He said oftentimes he'll do it for like a trade of an art piece yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, it depends. So like, it's really, there is no like, 
system or it it really depends you know you or i am doing also a lot of things for my friends so <laughs> wait you write grants for other people no <laughs> no grants <laughs> I mean, some <laughs> different. So you'll, you'll help. You'll, you'll help with artist statements. Then. Let's say. Okay. I was like, wow, can I hire D- different you? measure? But I wanted. I wanted to say that uh, I was uh, within my dissertation working a lot with the texts and so on, and it's it's part of my interest in my work for for many years as well. But anyway. I was, uh, because now I'm finishing my artist book, which is going to be published by the end of this year. And it's, it will be, let's say, strongly visual, experimental artist book. But I uh, also took my text from my dissertation and created kind of extract from it and be kind of a brave to uh, to use this text to publish it also okay wait i'm fascinated how did you find a publisher yeah uh it's kind of coincidence or nice uh, circumstances together so here is a publisher within this amu within this academy which is called uh, Namu in Czech language, doesn't matter. So there is a publishing house and uh, it's very interesting because uh, they have really nice editions uh, mainly to dedicated to theory of art, theater, film and so on. But they uh, last year opened their mind to establish actually the artist uh, book edition which my book will be the second part of it so i'm really happy uh, for that because uh, it's it's demanding to publish a book but i think it's 10 times more demanding to publish an artist book which is something that is like you know on the book market still a very rare thing or maybe very uh, let's say uh, foggy or for some people like hard to what's well, a very niche thing still, yeah yeah yeah, like yeah, yeah. Novel, you know, hard to read people. or hard to understand what actually is going on <laughs> well, my, my wife doesn't even own any books at all <laughs> like period like I, the entire library in our apartment is just mine it's all mine like i love artist books she doesn't own anything so it, it, i think a lot of it is cultural and age and you know these kinds of things like these there's big differences in the the interest in in artist books but i hope it comes back in some ways because it, it it is definitely less than it was let's say 20 25 years ago it is ago. coming back a lot yeah. and if i uh, can tell you something positive Please. so there is also <laughs> a sorry i'm being big, so pessimistic <laughs> <laughs> big <laughs> interest in uh, in collecting of well, okay. books okay so when you say artist book you mean handmade or ha- some hand element you mean limited yeah, edition it's a question, like what do you what do you what is the definition of artist book it there is. are many of them and uh, because it can be a, a kind of very well done monography of artists but it can be handmade crazy like, like i do handmade books crazy so, thing so yeah. so yeah it, it, it's it's a large scale of of books but i would say that it's a book that is uh, like that is using a different form than than is like the the usual uh, the coffee table book yeah a coffee yeah. table book the usual art book uh, book fair book <laughs> but uh, that is that is that is working with 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 the medium of book as itself with with the form of the book I would say so okay I establish a definition now. What the whole idea of this podcast is, is that I actually want to know the answers to these questions. Like I'm, I feel like I'm, I feel like basically what I'm, I'm doing is I'm an idiot abroad. That's kind of like what it is. Like I, I learned what I learned in America. I was taught by my professors and I, and I was part of the museum and the gallery situations in, in the United States. And then I went to the Middle East and I was involved there and I learned that I came to Europe. And I realized in Europe, I have 
absolutely no idea how it works. It is literally like 180 degrees different from everything I learned. And so I feel like I am literally an idiot when it comes to the art world here. Because, I mean, the most important thing that I've noticed, one, well, yeah, the one most important thing is, is it's all about connections. It's all about having a foundation. So like you live somewhere and you build your, your, your connections from there. If you move a lot and, and literally like, not that you like move somewhere and then come home, but like if you move, that's bad. Like that, that hurts your career because you, you're not, you need to build that but foundation. But isn't it, isn't it the same like around the whole world? Like yes. if, if I would move uh, tomorrow. If you move to Los Angeles or New York, it'll yeah, be the same. They wouldn't care about Marketa and, and you would <laughs> literally activities. be at, you would be like having to scrub the floors in a gallery just to even be close to art. Yes, I understand. That's, that's my point. And so I got here to Prague and like, I am nothing to you all. Not only am I nothing to you all, but in many ways I'm an outsider and you don't really want me too involved. I don't know, but maybe you can use your position uh, for yourself. Like and That's why I'm making a podcast. <laughs> Clever strategy. Thank you. Um, okay, so let's get back to the festival. So the festival, it's what, what's its mission, its goal, its whatever. Give me, give me the, the, the pat answer for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why festival? Uh, it's a festive thing. So people usually celebrate something <laughs> in certain yes, time. Yes, everybody likes a party. We got <laughs> them. We know that. So... Uh, so yes because uh, like i think it, it was kind of logical path that when the magazine was established and then the gallery that there was in prague missing uh, we were missing a photography festival so but also if if you are publishing a magazine it's a different type of work when you are running a gallery it's also kind of um, how to call it these exhibitions will kind of uh, disappear after uh, after they are gone you know after they yeah, are it's an finished. experience you have to be there yeah. to participate and and the festival is something different it's a combination of exhibitions and events together that are <laughs> compressed yeah thank you they are kind of compressed uh, within the topic or within some circumstances that we would establish so it's It's an interesting work and it's also a tool uh, to attract the attention of a public. It's, it's a different way than publish a magazine. It's usually for people already interested in photography. The gallery is kind of the same target group. But within the festival, it's, it's something different, like media and people react differently to this, uh, to this format. When you mentioned curators, I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent here, I'm sorry, but you mentioned curators. Let's say I were a curator, which I'm not, but if I were a curator in some other country and this sounded like an amazing festival and I wanted to be involved in it as a curator, can curators from outside the country be active in the festival? Yes, uh, so please all... Um... <laughs> A sympathetic, uh, <laughs> interesting curators. Uh, please email come, her uh, at. Not email, maybe yes, but it's always nice to meet personally and talk about things. And <laughs> well, and that leads to something really interesting that I find that I have found to be more important in this region: relationships. I think it's important everywhere. Of course, it's important everywhere, but it seems to be even more like, for instance, I'll give you a friend, a particular one, which is I have been to many 
art events and gallery openings and stuff and they often will say oh the artists here studied with so-and-so from so-and-so school so they give a very particular name and they create that sort of apprentice uh, master sort of lineage of a person so literally like the relationship of who you studied with who you yeah, hang out with sometimes it's happened like this i i can imagine what you mean and or what you mean and sometimes a lot of people are existing totally different way, you know. So <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't see a big system in it. But maybe if it comes to question of relationships, yeah, sometimes they are uh, important, like definitely, because you you cannot. Uh, establish a festival in in one year without any relationship to to anyone but also a lot of artists or curators are just like let's say their work is uh, interesting enough or impressive so it's it's not always a question of relationships it's, it's i think it's a question of maybe Yes, this ability to 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 take the attention. Well, I think the the point that you're saying about the you don't want curators to email you; you'd rather them come and meet you and it have was a conversation. A joke, partly, but it's but it's, but it's <laughs> well, that's but the thing, but it's kind of not because it's not a joke. I like you know, it's I I don't want to say some some general advice. Like I, I like life. How well, that's it's actually going to be one of my questions organic, in the future. <laughs> no, how things are happening organically sometimes and so on, you know. So sometimes, yes, system is important and sometimes chaos as well. Well, I mean, but that's the thing is, is like, so let's take the gallery itself. I've spoken to many gallerists from many different countries already and they all say basically, do not email me a portfolio. I can imagine why. <laughs> yeah, like just just don't like it doesn't. Well, but it doesn't work. It doesn't work because because I mean when you I'm sure well and this sort of lends to the question of like even when you're organizing a festival, submitting a portfolio is not enough to get like an, a photographer into the like, exhibiting in that festival. There, there's got to be something more because there, there, it's that, again that relationship kind of thing. Like there's got to be the artist statement so it's not just the images but the statement needs to enhance or elaborate or the cv needs to offer some you know experiences or things like this or best case scenario you actually meet that person yeah. and you like the person but it's really hard to generalize because it's always be different with every <laughs> man or woman you know it's, of course so yeah. all relationships mm. are different so but but yes you are right in this point that like the strategy of uh, sending portfolios by email is let's say not working i think and that is exactly what i've been told by many other people and it's basically i'm just i'm looking for confirmation of things that i'm learning already from other people who have the same experiences basically emailing portfolios theoretically even dropping a printed version of it at the gallery just never worked yeah yeah and it's it's also kind of like changing during the years so for example every decade is a bit different you know uh oh i remember when i was in school that i would go to a gallery hi how could i potentially give and they say please print give us a printed portfolio yeah, yeah. and then come back in two <laughs> weeks and pick it up and we'll tell you the results like that was exactly what the galleries told me to do, which is the complete opposite of what they are telling me to do now. Because it's, it's because I believe it's becoming more about personalities and well, not like cult of personality, but personalities in that the gallerist or curator or festival director or whatever, you want to have a good story about that person. You want to have a good experience. Maybe you mention a keyword, a story. Everybody loves the term story these days. Yes, it's a very it's very American word right now. Is it American? Yeah. Really? Because every text starts with the narrative. 
It's really a bit different. <laughs> Elaborate on that. No, I'm fascinated. What do you What do you mean by that? Be- I mean by that 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 I f- feel it that is uh, like a huge or strong part of uh, American culture to have a narrative like everywhere. A short story, in a first sentence, or. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Literally elaborate for me. Like, okay. That is a, a part uh, of your thinking, which is actually also very nice because it's it's connect people very, very, very short, in short time, very fast. Mm. It's a thinking that is uh, like uh, easy to, to handle or easy to... To sell, but in a general way, I, I I don't mean it like in a bad way. It's funny, yeah. It's easy to sell. Yeah, it is. It, that is a very sales specific idea. The idea of having a story behind. But something. it's influence. Uh, this is the influence on whole, like uh, globally, like right. to, to have a narrative well, everywhere. Like I, I do portfolio reviews for LensCulture.com, and, and and I'm constantly having to review people's images and their artist statements and I don't like using the word that they need a narrative but because I don't think everything has a narrative me me also like I have the same opinion narrative is the concept of like beginning middle and an end and like yeah like I know in my work I don't have a narrative I may have a story of sort of what the work is meant to be but like the work it doesn't have a Narrative. It's not documentary work. It's not yeah, journalistic yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. Like it's, it might have a story that like will elevate the appreciation of when you look at the body of the work and you know this story. But I mean, in a very like general way, like yeah. uh, in a style of uh, putting things, you know, or saying things, or um, creating uh, a message. So, so really, that's an American thing to to do it that way. No, it's global. Okay, so we've pushed it on everybody else. (laughs) We've just forced you all to do it. (laughs) It happens. Yeah, Americans are bullies like that. It's fine. That wasn't my point, really. (laughs) It's okay. It's on record now. No, it's not okay. This is not my point. It's on record now. It's fine. So, it's okay. I'm playing with you. I find the whole idea about artist statements to be a very interesting dynamic issue these days. Like, you know, you you teach, you read artist statements, I'm sure a lot. You just finished your thesis, which is basically a massive artist statement. That's true. <laughs> it's just like voluminous artist statement. But how important are artist statements these days? Maybe uh, the same way as it was uh, ever. Because, yeah, it's maybe we are also uh, uh, again back to the to the topic of of story of the or or narrative or a content or a context. That's a better word to I it. Lo- I love the term context. Yeah, context is context. much better. So because there's always certain context to some visuality. It's it's not just about the motifs on images and so on. Well, like I can't stand it when I will go see a piece of art and I think the piece of art, art is beautiful and then I read an artist statement and the artist statement is some pompous arrogant thing like f- f- quoting greek philosophy and like all this kind of crap and and i'm suddenly like i, I suddenly go i don't like the work as much anymore because it's just too pompous yeah okay but, but it also happens the other way yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. where yeah. like a piece of work is nice and i'm like this is nice and then i'll read a statement and the statement has some great incredible power that somehow makes that art so much better yeah why do we have to do that (laughs) i cannot tell you (laughs) the solution so painful (laughs) like i mean you know like I, i wish there was like a 
a guidebook. I'm not even going to say like a step-by-step or something, but just something to help you. I have read these like books, these how-to books on how to write a good artist statement. Me not. And none of them have helped me. They're horrible. I because, believe. Because, well, what I, I mean, nothing personal to the people who write them. I apologize to anybody who wrote a how-to on writing artist statements. But the every single artist writes a different statement depending on their life their experiences their works like there's no perfect way to do it no but there is no perfect way to do anything you know well but there is but but when you're but you when you're a person at a residency reading a grant or if you're a a, a gallery owner reading a statement like there is something you're looking for when you read these statements yeah there is something there is something between the lines yeah it, 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 it's a big question of uh, <laughs> of approach to the text and so on so uh yeah and it's also interesting that when th- within these statements or grants applications there is also like certain language that people are using this is also like kind of uh forgetting that you, you need to go through to find the content that you are looking for it, it's it's a different language so it's also kind of sometimes weird to read this <laughs> or to find your content that you are looking for so but i have the impression that you want to hear some advice from me yes always <laughs> Well, okay, it's not it's not the point of advice. Yeah. It's the point of your personal experiences. So I'm not yeah. no I nor the listeners will say like, "Oh, she's Marquetta said to do it like this, so I'm going to do it like this." Never but, never but do it, it like this. <laughs> whatever it is we're about to say, do, do it not, your way. Do not absolutely Please do. But, find your well, way. No, but but like, okay, just from your own personal experiences when you're reading artist statements, yeah. what is it you're looking for? So, for example, I hate this kind of language that I mentioned already. But, okay, but, but what do you mean by the language? Like, I, me, my, like, 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 arrogant, like, talking, like, maybe Greek philosophy. Maybe arrogant talking, <laughs> uh, maybe it, it, it's kind of a conflict of interests in these statements or if in these applications. Because you need to uh, say a lot positing, positive things about yourself. And that's a big conflict. Which is a little thing. This is the first thing. (laughs) Yeah, which is a little thing. I continually read statements where people say, I don't do this. Well, like, I don't care what you don't do. I want to read what you do. So, like, don't talk negatively in an artist statement. Don't say what you don't do. Focus on what you do. Yeah, definitely. I would agree with that. Okay. But uh, back to this conflict, inner conflict. (laughs) I'm interested. So, uh, what, what what I would be looking for would be some kind of honest, straight uh, (laughs) statement. It would put things without this kind of official uh, art speak. Art speak, so, yeah. Okay, so art it, speak well, it's or interesting. Grand speak or whatever. I remember 20 years ago, I would write a very sincere and honest thing, and my professors would say, "Oh, well, you need to put some art speak into that." And so, so now it's changed. So the 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 interest seems to be. I don't know be, if it's changed, but it's. Well, it's, art art speak is not as encouraged as it was in the past. It's a question what what art speak we we do mean now you know what is an art speak like uh, in our imagination uh, sometimes it's also like good or interesting to mention some context of art blah 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 yes but what i want to say is that what what, what would help uh, young artists to like promote their art is to be honest to themselves at first, then to try to put this on a paper, which is really <laughs> not an easy thing. No, under no circumstances. <laughs> so, so you're basically saying go to therapy, <laughs> figure out what's but wrong with you your life. You can have your own therapy in yourself, or I, I actually believe that uh, everyone uh, needs to do so every day in in inner soul. 
I'm a huge fan of like morning journals. Like, <laughs> I, no, I'm not kidding. I, I try. I, I'm very bad at it. But I go in fits and spurts where I'll, I'll write uh, like three pages in a journal every day. And I swear every time I do it, like when I say like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I sit down and do it for like a couple weeks at a time. Amazing. And like my days are so much nicer. My I'm more focused. My ideas are clearer. Like everything sort of comes together. And don't get me wrong, I'm not writing anything that I want anybody else to read, but just it, it gives me a clarity of thought when I can just get some of the yeah, thoughts that, out of my that, head. That's what should be in a statement. Clarity of thought. Mm. Hmm. All right. It's tough. Everything is tough. Life is tough. Some things don't have to be tough, but they just end no, up being tough. No, it just needs to be. <laughs> Otherwise, we, we wouldn't see it. <laughs> it is true. We wouldn't appreciate it if it no. was easy. That is, that is absolutely true. Okay, along that line, you're almost out of time. So I'm gonna, we're going to come to my last question, which is often the most elaborate answer. So have you listened to the podcast? Not yet. Okay, that's fine. That's good. Then you don't know this question. No. I ask this question of every guest that I have. Okay. So what it is, is through the process of this podcast, I'm trying to learn for myself and for the listeners how the art market works. Whatever that means. Art scene, art, the art industry, whatever word you want to put to it. Okay. So how does it work? So I created a quantifiable result that I'm trying to achieve in this learning process, which is, I would like to get a piece of my artwork exhibited in the Museum of Modern Art in New York City. How do I do that? Is it your goal? It is something I made for the podcast. Imaginary goal. No, okay, wait. Whatever you tell me to do, I will actually do. And I will keep everybody involved through the podcast of my progress of doing this. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not asking for Jerry Saltz's phone number. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, what can I do in my career to sort of put me on the path to I be able to do it? I understand, but still, uh, I would answer with, with my question, like, what's the goal, you know? Because... Um, The, goal, the idea of the goal is, is that I, I learn enough about how to navigate the arts industry. So like connecting to the right people, doing the right things, being in the right institutions to be able to achieve a quantifiable goal. In this case, I've chosen, you could call it any major institution. You see, so you could call it Tate Modern, you know, the, Gil, you know, the Guggenheim, whatever. I chose the Museum of Modern Art in New York. The idea is, is to achieve that goal as an artist while I'm still alive. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I would uh, ask myself a lot of questions. Why this goal? Because uh, my answer would be, what's the motivation of doing art? And if it is a success, in certain system then it usually doesn't interest me <laughs> you're not the first person to give me this kind of response it's it's it's, it's pretty common I mean, don't get me wrong. It's just a. It's, it's a I, 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 I try to. Uh, it's just a quantifiable way yeah, to basically the great, yeah, prove yeah. that, like, but, the, the learning that I happens here would, is good learning. I also would answer that what really sometimes interests me is some kind of subversive thinking. I'm doing it legally. I want. Legally? I, I, yeah. That, it <laughs> doesn't interest me. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> like, pe people have told me to like just go with a hammer and a nail and just walk in, just like literally nail it up, take a picture of it. There you go, it's a museum. But no, I mean the, the idea is is like I, I, I want. I'm a professor. I'm a community activist kind of person. Like I want everybody who's listening to this podcast to learn more and better how they could basically become whatever their definition of success is successful in the arts world 
That's what I want. I want everybody to have more success. So I'm trying to find some encouragement slash advice ideas of like how we each can be successful in our own careers. Like what's, what's something that, you know, don't get me wrong. My little museum of modern art thing. That's my, I created a short term and long term goal for the podcast. So the short term quantifiable goal, museum of modern art, long term quantifiable goal, being able to sustain myself as an artist, being able to be a full-time artist that earns enough money to sustain my family and my career through my art only. Okay. Uh, where to start? It's a <laughs> very complex thing. So, uh, yeah, maybe let's start with this. I wouldn't, uh, I never would say uh, any advice like that because it's not a part of my thinking I just cannot understand the structures behind this because um, my uh, approach is uh, exactly opposite. Mm, I try to find uh, in art things that are maybe not part of the system, that are maybe idealistic, strongly naive and this is what interests me on art and to be honest we we have mentioned today uh, many times a word market which I also am really not interested in <laughs> to be honest if I sometimes occasionally visit some fair trade it's 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 totally different thinking to me. I'm not the right person to answer this. Okay, let me think about this one more, a different aspect. Um, this question has made me sound very superficial and very petty and all this. And I get that. Okay, I, I totally accept that. I made it up for the podcast. It's, in, it's, it's part of, it's just sort of a construct so that people can follow along and see the, the path of, of trying to achieve yeah. a certain goal. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I, me as a person, I make art for myself and I don't really give a shit about other people. I mean, it's really great when other people like it, that it makes you feel good. It makes you feel happy, all that. But like, even if I didn't exhibit my work and even if I didn't sell my work, I would, still, I would still make it. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't concern me. But in this instance, I'm talking to people. So people listen to the podcast who are people that are sitting around their studios and they want to ex be able to exhibit. So it's not even about selling. It's mm. not about market. It's about they want to achieve something in their artistic practice. Yeah. So it's uh, how can we encourage them? But anyway, my uh, my answer would be uh, kind of esoteric <laughs> because uh, if you have very strong interest in something, you can miss it. So my answer would be to go opposite way around. Okay. And it's working uh, to me or that is interesting to me then. And that's perfectly acceptable. It's a, it's a legitimate way to go about it. I know many artists that never wanted like fame, success, or prestige, and they end up being the most famous, prestigious artists Definitely. in the world. So sometimes the act of engaging with something actually closes the doors. Yeah. Yeah. It does happen. I know many artists like that. I keep thinking of uh, what Tiché, Tiché, the photographer here in Czech Republic. Tiché, Tiché, Tichy. Tichy. Yeah, Miroslav Tichy. Yeah, that's great example. Let's yeah. finish with him. Yeah, oh, I love his work. I'm Me absolutely too. fascinated totally. by him. Yeah. I love that he built his own camera from scratch. Literally, not just scratch, trash. Yeah, I would oh, be I interested in his answer to this, but. Yeah. Let's finish with him. He's great. Oh, he's fascinating. I own like three of his books. Well, unfortunately, they're not his books. He's dead. But 
I have three books of his work. I mean, he's a fascinating man. But I'm a huge fan of these kinds of things. Henry Darger and, and all, all these kinds of like outsider artists who simply made work because they can't not make work. Like, that's, I'm all about that. Like, that's my life. Like, I can't stop making, and, my, and to my wife's dismay, I can't stop producing even if I'm not exhibiting or not selling or whatever. Like, I, I, the, the need to do that has to be there. So maybe what the idea of trying to lend it back to the podcast idea, which is you just have to have that passion. Like basically, like you you can't listen to other people. Definitely. Because if you don't have it within yourself to simply produce, 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 regardless of acceptance, then maybe this is not the industry for you. Yes, uh, the passion is is the key to many things in life, <laughs> and definitely to the art. <laughs> for sure, like it's. It's a tough way as as life is. Sometimes things are going different ways. Sometimes they are negative. Some feedbacks can be hurtful. But yeah, but this belief in passion is is a key. Great. Thank you very much for your time. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> 